Welcome to the AgriCast, the official podcast at agrogamer.com. This is episode 65, and I'm your host, Michael. Look, Ma, I'm on television, Camacho. And with me, as always, are Ben, I will stalk your cosplay win. And Brian, my work sucks, so I miss Pax Bentley. That's me. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> so, what's up? Man, I was Pax. You guys gotta tell me about this. Uh, well, we want to talk about that towards the end. Oh. That's going to be like the yeah. topic of discussion. I don't want to give it all away now. But we met a lot of cool people, saw a lot of cool things. And that's about it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about that towards the end of the show we're going to get in because we don't want to leave Brian hanging already. Yeah. <laughs> He's just listening. <laughs> nice. So, um, while we were at PAX, Brian, what were you up to? I was working. It was awesome. So I did play, did uh, end up playing some Final Fantasy XIII over the weekend, and um, that's about it. Oh, I went and saw a uh, um, we went and saw a show. We uh, it was called uh, Daddy Long Legs. It was a musical. Um, the woman, there's a two person like uh, two person show, like two person cast, and uh, the woman was phenomenal. Just like. Unbelievably awesome, and the guy was okay, but uh, the girl had a fantastic voice. Just was excellent. Nice. What was it about? Uh, actually, it was about a an orphan who uh, from a myster- like receives from a, like a fellowship from a mysterious uh, benefactor, and so she can go to college. And this is like. 1909, so very early uh, 20th century, and you know, basically said, you know, you, you, everything will be paid for. You'll get a stipend. You just have to write me letters. And so, basically, the entire show is her writing him letters and him reading them and interacting, kind of interacting with her, you know, um, like through the letters and like his reactions to some of her stuff. And it's it's very very funny. Cool. Definitely sounds cool. Yes. So where was that at? Like where in Ohio? Oh, I mean, uh, here in Cincinnati, it's at the Playhouse in the Park. We had um, we we have a like a mini season, I guess, uh, of tickets. So the very first one was a uh, one we saw back in November, and it's called like the Sanderson's Family Christmas or some crap. It was terrible. <laughs> so I was like, this place better, this one better be good. <laughs> um, so it was actually kind of nice, like it was actually a pretty decent show, so um, 50-50 right now. Got two more to go, so we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that works out. Hopefully you'll get your money's worth and three out of four will be good. Yeah, because believe me, it was not uh, it was not cheap. Wow. And uh, on the way on the way out of the parking lot, uh, almost got hit twice because of old people. Awesome. <laughs> I love yep. old people. Like to so the point where literally like he's backing out and I'm like, honk. Honk, 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 and he stopped. <laughs> As I was like, "You're just gonna back right into my door." Okay, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, nah, I love old people. They're the best. Something. Yeah, I had, yeah, I had my fun driving adventures throughout Boston. I gotta say this now: Boston people fucking can't drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! I've never seen more people ignore the rules of the road. I mean, and I live in D.C., Baltimore area, and this shit was 
bad. Just a blatant disregard for the fucking signs and rules posted up. Ugh, it's horrible. <laughs> Boston was cool, though. Yeah, nice. Boston was cool. Yeah. Met up with the one guy, um, uh, Zim from uh, Guzak's Tainted Zodiac, one of the members there. Got to eat some good Thai food one day mm. at the Chili Duck, um, as people may have seen from Foursquare. <laughs> Brian's favorite thing. Um, oh, and Samurai Boston, which was good, very good Korean food and some good sushi. Nice. Got to recommend both those places. Uh, what else do we hit up there? Oh, well, we'll talk about the rest because the rest we pretty much hit up for parties. <laughs> so, talk about that later. Um, well, since the last show, I think besides that, Ben and I have just been in Boston, chilling. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Not doing anything important. <laughs> At least I wasn't. <laughs> just getting on TV. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, I'm stripping. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't edit that out. I know. Did you see that gut? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention it. I was just... I mean, I wasn't wearing a pwn hoodie or anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> All right, so why don't we jump into what we've been playing. Brian, start us off as... And I think everybody's had a light week. Yeah. Uh, basically, I've just been playing Final Fantasy uh, 13. Uh Like I was saying before the show, I think I'm up in towards the 50-hour uh, mark. Um, basically, just... Try, I'm I'm pretty much at the end. Like uh, I think there's 13 chapters, and I'm at the I've just finished chapter 11. So um, I'll probably go back and do some uh, missions here and there, just so I can uh, build up my Crystarium. But uh, that's about it. Cool, cool. Still a good game. So I sometimes hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, your guys' uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen aggro review went up last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really good. Big yeah. thanks to Adele; she was uh, she's very helpful. Yeah, for those who've been listening to our podcast for a long while, um, we had Adele on sometime last year, and she joined Brian and Ben for the aggro review of Final Fantasy Thirteen. So, did you mute your yes. phone? I I just did just now. <laughs> I heard that off weekend. Every time I heard Anya say, I was like looking around. I was like, "Where's the Koreans? <laughs> Where's <are> the Koreans?" <laughs> Seriously, I was like, "What the hell was that? Where's the Koreans? Bring them out!" Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> oh God. And you know what I went through all weekend long? I bet. I bet. That is not true. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much Girls' Generation did you listen to? Actually, actually, not that many. Actually, thank you. Thank you. I was like, I was being nice. I think only if it came on through shuffle. I didn't like. Oh, I think I. Yeah, and then and then I had to suffer him not not not. not then I had to suffer him not only listen to the song, but Mike singing to it and dancing <laughs> while driving. That can't be good. The singing and the dancing. <laughs> oh, it was it was just funny because he was like. You know, lean over towards me, you know, try to shove it in my face. I'm just sitting there going, oh, God, just shoot me now, please. 
you know, and the people who are driving near you are like, what the hell's going on? I don't, I'm, <laughs> so... I have no shame. I don't fucking care. Cause I was going G, 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 baby, 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 G, G, G. Sorry. It um... was funny. At one point, he goes, this song is so horrible. It's the worst song ever. And right when he said that, the song broke into, what was it? No, 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 no. And I started singing that. It was like perfect time, and I was like, that was awesome. Even the song was telling him no. <laughs> uh, so mean. Yeah, that was a song telling Mike not to sing anymore. But, you know, that's just... I wasn't Thanks. singing at that point. Yeah, you were. <laughs> no. I had stopped for a certain part. Uh-huh. Deep down, Mike wants to be an 18-year-old Japanese girl. Or Korean. No, I'm just kidding. Not be with... B. I know. <laughs> and he admits it. That's right. So kawaii! <sighs> so desne. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> something to up, say. I'm hyped up on a monster energy drink. Unlike oh. my normal calm down from beer, I'm hyped up on a monster energy. <laughs> Which I forgot on the trip up. I bought two of them, these, the import version, because they close back up from the can, and I forgot them both. <laughs> it was a fail from the start. But anyway, we'll get into the rest of what we've been playing. Ben, you played a couple things outside of what we saw at PAX, so why don't you get into that? I was playing um, Final Fantasy VII on my PSP Go, along with uh, a mini game called Tetris on the PSP Go. We're um, so current. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, no, I also played uh, a little bit of um, Disgaea on the PSP Go as well. So, yeah, I was playing, just tackling those three games or whatnot while waiting in line or something or whatever. So yeah. Other than that, that's about it. How about you, Mike? Um, I know, I know, I know what game you were playing pretty much all day Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, for a bit there, I was playing Suikoden. Um. Just playing through that again, as much as I love that se- the first two in that series. Um. But Saturday with uh, old Zim, Tana Zodiac, we were chilling in the sumo lounge or sumo beanbag chairs in the handheld lounge. And we pretty much played Mario Kart DS. I didn't have it, so he shared the tracks, and we were played that for about four to five hours. Wow. We just started, and we couldn't fucking stop. Like, we stopped to go get lunch, and then came back and sat back down. That's that's nuts, man. Dude, the first one, we went to, like, 300-some points. Wow. And then that two sounds like fun, though. I mean... Yeah, then it was 200-some points the second time. That day, and then we started playing again Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Wow, that's intense. Yeah. <laughs> well, one thing um, I'll talk about is how PAX is for media, and it'll explain. I'll explain later why that I was sucks. chilling. Oh. So, <laughs> well, let's wait. <laughs> um, yeah, other like, than that, wow, big way to spoil it. Yeah. Spoil other it. than that, um, Ben and I played some Rock Band Two. Because we came back yesterday and he wasn't flying out today, so last night we played some Rock Band 2. It was so, we played so long, like two, two and a half hours. 
I yeah, we don't know how many songs we played, but we played a quite played quite a bit. Yeah, like um, it, it got to a point where our fingers started to cramp up. That's how bad it was. Yeah, so we went for um Father Day, but I got some regular like curry dish, and I was trying to hold the chopsticks, and my hand was cramped so bad. Just trying to hold the chopsticks, it hurt so bad. So I think I played too much Rock Band too. <laughs> Finally unlocked another achievement in that game. Good lord. I, <laughs> it's been a long time since I played that. Their achievements yeah. are can be difficult. Yeah. Like, like the, the, especially like the ones in like Beatles Rock Band. Some of those I'm just like reading them going, yeah, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I agree. I think some of them are just crazy. But um, Like the ex-Japan one we did? Oh, yeah, we did a song by a Japanese rock group that is in Rock Band. Yeah. And um, Ben's playing bass on Expert, and it starts off, and it was like, was it that one that was immediate fail? No. Uh, well, was it that one? No, I know one of them. Was, yeah, that one you failed one. twice on, though, right? Yeah. I was trying to save him twice, because you know me, I play on medium. I don't want to break anything. Right. But um, on one of the songs he didn't know, it started off and it was like immediate fail. <laughs> He's like, "What? What the fuck is this?" Oh, yeah, it was pretty I was bad. Like, I was like, "Gotta come on!" I was like, "Give me overdrive! Give me fucking overdrive! I don't want to fail the song." <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. And actually, when we came back, I had like 19 packages from Guzex. <laughs> Just from being gone for four days. Wow. Yeah. I do want to say, um, to our listeners out there, for those that use Guzex or use it not so often and probably don't check the site every day, they did open to retro games. Hmm. Um, They have currently added Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Atari. um, Really? Yeah. They have added uh, Genesis. Uh, Sega CD. Um, what else? Nintendo 64. And there's some other ones in there. Um, unfortunately, currently, there is no Sega Saturn, 32X, Game Gear. Oh, they had Game Boy and Game Boy Color as well. Um, so, those uh, still have a GBA. can pick up some old games. Um, the pricing's not too bad. Um... Like Final Fantasy three is like I think like forty, forty five bucks on there. Same with like Chrono Trigger. Sixty dollars for Earthbound if you actually think you're gonna get it for that, but that's the max cap, so it's twelve hundred points, about sixty dollars value. So they they definitely have it where the values match up as best as possible. Some of them are still off, but they're working on it still. And it'll get there, so like Popful Mail for the Sega CD was like a hundred points, five five dollars. Was that game goes easily for like eighty bucks? So, uh, but like I'll have to uh, see if I can get some. Um, there's a couple of Atari games that I'm having trouble finding. Old like Activision yeah. games, like uh, I don't know if you ever played uh, Hero. It's a helicopter emergency rescue operation. Oh uh, no. Um. Right now, the site's slow as hell and crashing because so many people are going on there now. 
to add games and request games. Right. Um, I got first in line, I think, for like Shining Force 1 and 2 on the Genesis. Right. I was like, got to get first in line to get those. <laughs> um, but it's cool because you can ask for a cartridge or full package. Anybody who thinks they're going to get full package on a lot of these games are out of their mind. Some people are requesting, like, Chrono Trigger and stuff, full package through Guzex. I'm going, do you know how much having box and everything goes for on eBay? A lot. Because yeah. original packaging. I was like, you are out of your mind if you think you can get that. So, everything I requested, because I know they're older, I just said cartridge only is fine. I'm not picky about older games. I've already set the trade out Sonic 1 and 3. For Genesis, Streets of Rage 1, and Uniracers for Super Nintendo. Nice. Unfortunately, my Nintendo wasn't reading my cartridges too well, so I don't know if it's the cartridges or my Nintendo. So I've put all those on hold until I figure out what's up. Wow. Yeah. Because I was trying to get rid of, like, Double Dragon 1, Double Dragon 2. Double Dragon! Oh, yep. Yeah. Ben was watching me play a little today. Blew out. Oh yeah, it was it was epic. I was like, oh man, I remember playing. And by this. epic, you mean epically bad? Hell no. Uh, uh. The first one, maybe the second one was awesome on the console. Yeah, the second one, yeah. What the hell are you yeah. talking about, Brian? I'm talking about uh, it's still Double Dragon. It still sucks. All right. No, oh, you fail. <laughs> no, I'm not. But, I'm not gonna let you bully me. <laughs> so I'm waiting for them to add in the other Sega stuff, because for some reason they seem to hate Sega. <laughs> I really want some import Sega Saturn games, so I'm waiting for that to be added. But, um... Well, as soon as I got back and I left, like, all the feedback for those games, I got masked up for, like, 3,000 points worth of items. I was like, holy shit. I'm already under, like, I went from 11,000-something to 8,000-something. <laughs> Oh, plus I got a copy of Risen at the uh, Gamers Gone Wild party. And I got 850 points for it on Goosex. Nice. I'm like, oh, this is going on Goosex immediately. Classy. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm not even going to play it. <laughs> Hopefully I get a tip. <laughs> hey, it's still wrapped. <laughs> they do that. All these people are going to be like, like, ha, we heard you. Yeah. Get a tip. It's All five. <laughs> hey, I'm just still on the line before you do. Say it. <laughs> I would never say such a thing. Yeah, right. Actually, we added a listener, but I'll say what's up to him. Actually, we probably added a few, hopefully, so. Mm-hmm. But I know one told me he's actually already started listening to it. But I'm going to say nice. what's up to him when we get to the PAX thing, so. <laughs> All right. Sweet. So, um, Ben, why don't you hit us off with your bargain bin this week? My bargain bin for this week is going to be Civilization 4. You can get this at Steam for 19.99. If you are into major art, um, RTSs and whatnot, you can p- pick this up and play a really good RTS and whatnot, especially right, uh, especially right before Civilization 5 comes out. Is it RTS or turn-based? It's a little bit of both. Yeah, it's not exactly a turn turn base. It's not like Civilization One turn based. It's not like Civ Rev. 
Yeah, it's not like you have all day you could be sitting there playing around. Oh, okay, because survival's that way. But it's not. It's like a like a, a mashup. Yeah. It's a hybrid. Okay, I was but just wondering. Anyway. Sorry, Ben, I didn't mean to interrupt. Same. I was agreeing with you. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I yeah I guess that's it. Um, yeah, what's with the uh, what's going on with the download? No, it's right. on the DL. Come on, I don't oh, it right. yeah. Brian's oh, gonna sure. take y'all on the DL. What? what? <laughs> I don't know about all the what what. Uh, actually, we're gonna have uh, two. We're gonna have two on the DLs uh, this week. So the first one is on WiiWare. It's the uh, WarioWare DIY. Um, basically, you can start making. They call them micro games. I don't know how I feel about my, the word micro game, but. Um, they actually give you a chance to create your own games with it, and the nice thing is, is you can actually go online and uh, share them with uh, you know people and uh, get new ones from other people. So it's obviously not perfect because it's Nintendo Wi-Fi, whatever their little system is called, um, but it will give you a chance to uh, receive content from other people. So that's actually that's actually pretty cool. Uh, the other one is on the virtual console this week. It's Ogre Battle 64 uh, from the Nintendo 64. So a old-school uh, Squeenix, like, uh, tactical RPG, I guess is... Yeah. Is that what you call it, Ben? It's a tactical RPG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely old-school, but it is... Uh, it's a good time. Not I mean, if stuff. you like that sort of thing, obviously. I mean, it's it'll be up your alley. Definitely not my style. So WarioWare DIY Showcase is what it's called. Uh, that's 800 points on WiiWare. And uh, the Ogre Battle 64, because it is an N64 title, is 1,000 points. So that's $10. It's a little pricier than an I would normally. Uh, but it's it's a good game. Cool. It's all right, Mike. Awesome. All right. Um, Netflix picks. I got to throw another shout-out to my boy Bruce Campbell. <laughs> uh, this one he had a slightly uh, smaller role in, but I love this movie. When I first saw it, it was Mikhail's Navy, the remake from the old uh, TV show starring Tom Arnold and Tim Curry. It's got Tim Curry in it. It can't be bad. I mean, I'm a big Tim Curry fan, except for Rocky sure. Horror Picture Show. That's probably the only one I don't like, which is probably his biggest role. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Clue. Clue was awesome, yeah. That's what I'm I think Clue was his best role. Yeah, I'm down with that. So. Probably just pissed off a bunch of Rocky Horror Picture Show fans, though. <laughs> Probably. But um, this is a movie that was just a straight-up comedy. It's basically... Um, Tom Arnold plays Mikhail, who's like a washed-up uh, Navy guy who just like doesn't care anymore. Just has fun, and there's this crew of like misfits on this um, base, and Deborah Messing shows up, and she's trying to help turn them around, along with another guy. I can't remember his name at all, so forgive me there. But it stars like David Allen Greer, uh, French Stewart, and um, a couple. Basically, every second fiddle ever. Hey, it all comes together perfectly, in my opinion. I mean, it's not. Like, the chemistry's perfect. I'm not saying the movie's perfect. The movie has its holes, but it's just funny. You know what you're going to get when you go in to watch it, I mean. Sure. 
I definitely recommend checking it out at least once. Especially if you're a Bruce Campbell fan, you have to watch everything he's ever been in. So definitely check that out. And I know we have plenty of listeners that are into him. So that is my Netflix picks this week. Well, this episode, if three, I should say. If three people like him, that's the majority of our listeners. <laughs> oh, see, you went there. <laughs> Fail. I, could, couldn't I, even, could, I couldn't stop myself. You couldn't even wait a freaking whole episode to wait for the next one. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, All right, so let's get into our topic of discussion this week, um, which is basically just Ben and I's experience over at PAX East up in Boston. Massachusetts. So we headed up there um, a day early, last Thursday. Um, actually, the trip took us exactly, almost exactly six hours. That's not even including the 20 minutes we took to get some lunch So about and fill up. So it was about six hours driving. Um, didn't hit any traffic on the way up, really. So we got to our hotel, and... That evening, we got to meet our first um, uh, friends. I mean, we met up with Oz, a.k.a. Tr- or Oscar, a.k.a. True Oz from Pwn.com, who's played a lot of Modern Warfare 2, him and his girlfriend. We all went out to Texas Roadhouse, um, had some good dinner there. Um, ben kind of agitated the waiter. Classy. Yeah, um, you know it. Someone well, the guy was going to get us more bread, and Ben kind of was like, so, are we getting our bread? And the guy's like, yeah, it's coming out. So, <laughs> as soon as we finish our one bread, he goes, oh, I'm going to go get you more bread. <laughs> he, like, he kept, like, commenting on if wow. Ben needed anything else and all that, but never asked anyone else. <laughs> it was kind of funny. We were making fun of that. So, So, the next day... We started PAX East. It was started off fine. We hit the uh, what was it? Journalist versus uh, journalist versus uh, developers uh, uh, panel. Yeah, it was actually the only panel I sat through because we got in there without having to wait a long period. Um, and and well, Chris uh, Chris Kohler and Patrick Klepek were the journalists, and I feel bad for the developers, but I don't remember shit. One was actually a PR guy for Harmonix. The other was a developer under uh, Ignition Entertainment. Not Ignition. Um, oh, God. Irrational Games. Sorry. Yeah. Um, the guys behind Bioshock 2. Um, so, it was a, it was not bad at first. Because they were kind of going at each other a little bit here or there. Um, making some inside jokes between each other, because they obviously knew each other. But I had a problem when the Harmonix PR guy straight up bashed, like, the non-mainstream journalist. Like, really? the non-Chris Kohlers, the non-Patrick Klepics. Basically, he was saying a bunch of bullshit journalists. And I was like, that's kind of fucked up. Because this is now the internet age, and people want their information fast. And I can understand some people don't write well, some people don't cover the news well, but to just lump them all together and call them bullshit journalists, I always thought it was kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Wow. So and, ma- and did obviously, I'm guessing, the journalists were not exactly uh, jumping in. 
to defend anyone? No. Right. Of course not. Of course not. Because we are stepping in on their territory. So, my thing was, hey, maybe I misunderstood what he said, but from way it came off, I was just kind of like sitting there going, really? You just fucking said that? And most of the people in there were that type of journalist, too. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I was kind of... Up until that point, I was enjoying the panel, and after that, it was kind of like, that just stuck in my mind the whole time while I was listening to him. And I was like, oh, wow, so you're just a PR guy for Harmonix. You're not even a fucking developer while you're on the panel. That's what started going through my mind. <laughs> so. Yeah, he, he 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 does a little bit of dubbing, like, for the Rock Band games or whatnot, but other than that, he just he's just primarily the PR guy. So, it was just... It was like I'm like I'm thinking like so why are you there? Are you there to represent the devs or are you there to represent the PR? Because it's like I don't know. It's just the way that he was answering some of the questions that he was like answering like mostly like through PR. It seemed like, but that's just me though. Yeah, he definitely was. Um, oh, before that, I almost forgot. We met up with uh, Sam uh, Houston from Perfect World International. Cool. Really cool guy. Um sat us down at a table because they didn't have a booth or anything so he had his laptop out and we were checking out some upcoming games like Battle of the Immortals which is like a Diablo style MMO mm-hmm. um, like it's an MMO where the the best person on that server they get up to a point where they become the god of that server like I thought that was a really cool idea and then you go to then people are like trying to take down the god Sure. I mean, it looked really cool. Um, another one was Heroes, um, Heroes of uh, Three Kingdoms. Um, what was that one? It was mostly about legions and teaming up. It was, um, but it's based off of like the Romance of the Three Kingdom books. Yeah, it, it's almost like a a like Dynasty Warrior, except that it, you're more of the MMO world. And you pretty much, um, I th- I'm guess I forgot if that was like the PvP part was like server versus server. Uh, I don't. I think it was just like legion versus legions. But he said you could create like allies to go after others. Oh yeah. Like you could team up with this legion and go after another one. Huh. And th- so. It was just really cool how, like, they're bringing these games over, and all these games have been out in China first, except for one coming out soon called Forsaken World, which is actually launching almost at the same time as in China. Um, so, not a whole lot of information on that one yet, um, as that's going to be their big game. They just gave us a little bit on that one, so that's their big game that's coming out later this year. Um, for the first two, Battle of the Immortals, and Heroes of Three Kingdoms, we should be getting some closed beta keys, hopefully. Nice. Um, they both go into closed beta next month, so we're going to get a couple for the people on staff, anybody who wants to try it out, and we're also going to try to get some to give away as prizes to listeners and uh, people who follow us on Twitter and readers and on the site. So we're going to try different avenues of giving away beta keys. So that'll be cool. Still waiting for a reply back on those, but Sam was pretty cool about saying, yeah, we'll get, we'll definitely get you them. We're trying to push them out there. So. Uh-huh. Um, 
Ben, you saw somebody that day because you had to actually leave the appointment. I mean, leave uh, the panel. I went to see Alienware to see some of the the new stuff that they were showing. Um, they, I, it was pretty much rushed, and and because there were so many people, like I couldn't really see like any of the stuff like uh, like hands on or whatnot because there's so many people at the Alienware booth. So they told me to come back another time. And when I went back, like, the next day and the day after, the same representative wasn't there. So I was like, um, okay. So, but the, the, that booth was constantly busy with people checking out, uh, like, the new laptop or the new um, PC that they uh, they have up where they redesigned the casing where, you know, how the the front panel, it doesn't, open up like a like a swinging door anymore it slides down huh and and if your pc gets too hot there's like uh, almost like ventilations on top where it'll open up and it release the hot uh release the uh the hot air or whatever that's inside the uh um the case interesting for, for extra vent, uh, ventilation and i was like wow that's pretty neat <laughs> yeah like, i want to get one now but you know you know how it is yeah. Well, I know um, they have that new M11X, and actually Adele's husband, Dan, was there and playing, um, whatchamacallit, on their Alien vs. Predator in survival mode, where he actually ended up lasting like an hour plus, wow. and they gave him a free headset at the Turtle Beach, but he was playing the M11X, and I asked him, I was like, well, how is it? Because I was either looking at that or getting the big, like, almost 19-inch Toshiba Cosmio. He said that it lo- it looks good, but every once in a while he'd see a graphical error that he had the game at home and he knows it wasn't from the game. Oh. Or he had the game at one point and he knows that it wasn't from the game. So he had a feeling it was from the laptop. So it made me kind of wonder, was it? Or, you know? Interesting. Hmm. Alright, so what else do you guys see? Um, so, let's see, that was Friday, really, and then yeah, Friday we Ben had, saw everybody else, I didn't see anyone. Um, no, well, <laughs> Friday Friday night we, we went to the Bitmob uh, meetup. Oh, well, let me, yeah, let, well, yeah, Friday, let's just go through who we actually hooked up with and hung out with. Um, before the first panel, we actually hooked up with Rich, Adele, and Adele's husband, Dan, and hung out with them. I hung out with Rich for a while. Got to actually meet um, Ryan Scott. Oh, um, neat. Arthur Geese. Um, That's cool. Yeah, he talked to Shane Bettenhouse, but he was trying to rush down to another panel, so I didn't get a chance to introduce myself there, but it was cool meeting Ryan Scott and Arthur Geese. Um, actually, Arthur, I didn't even recognize him at first. <laughs> I was like, until I looked down at his uh, press badge, I was like, ooh. I feel bad because <laughs> I listen to this guy all the time. Now you're that guy. Yeah. Ryan Scott's so easy to find. Plus, you just have to listen to his voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I actually saw him Sunday. He was playing Death Smiles over at the Axis Games booth. Playing the Smup. That's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. But um, let's see. Friday, yeah. Like Ben said, we met the... Um, Bitmob guys went to their little meetup later that night. It's kind of small. Um, really, I would have thought it would have been pretty, uh, pretty crazy. It was kind of a small crowd in the back, of, uh, in the basement, in the back of the bar. Um, 
Oh, I even said I was going to mention. Uh, we met this guy, James. Um, earlier in the day, Adele's friend. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Um, he's the one that I said is now checking out our podcast and thinks it sounds good. Really cool guy. Talked to him for quite a bit that day and evening. So hopefully we have a new listener, new fan. Sweet. Hope Brian's uh, classlessness doesn't turn you off. Yeah, it's me. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, I'm driving. I'm driving. You know, we used to have six fans, and now we have five. It's my fault. <laughs> oh no! Well, well, see, James and Brian have um some some sort of connection because you know Brian's from Chicago and James is from Chicago. So there you go. Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. Sweet. Have to find out where he's uh, where he's. Uh, I feel sorry going. for both of them. Oh, see now, now you're treading in some, some thin ice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How's that? You don't want to mess with Chicago. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because you guys produce a wonderful president. Oh, never mind. Let's not go there. <laughs> I, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> no? uh, oh. Anyway, so. So we met a bunch of the guys from Bitmob, which was cool. Um, that was at the Poor House, which actually was a really well-priced uh, place for food mm-hmm. and drinks. The tall oh, yeah. boys were like five fifty a pop. Oh. Those things are like eight something at Dave and Buster's. Um, the food was good. I got a double cheeseburger for like six bucks. Damn. Yeah, I mean that's something. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, let's see. We had lunch with. Rich, Adele, uh, her husband, Dan, um, of course, me and Mike. So, like, no, no, and James were there. So, it was the, there were six of us there, right? I think, I think yeah. I saw through the receipt and, like, the total bill came to, like, 45 bucks or something like that. Yeah, it was not bad at all. Um, actually, while we were there, because I had tweeted that we were at that place, um, mm-hmm. Eric and Nate from Average Joe Gamer and Eric's son showed up. They nice. actually took our table because we were getting up to leave, yeah. so because it was pretty packed, so they just took our table. But um, we talked to them for a little bit. Um, saw them saw them again Saturday a couple times as well. Um, but we really didn't get a chance to hang out with them. I didn't realize that Eric and EJ, his son, were um leaving Saturday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Sucks. So I got to say, old man. You're just proving that you're just too old for these conventions. That you have to leave on a Saturday afternoon. I'm saying it. I'm saying it right here, right now. That's cold. I bet your son could hang. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Don't don't be dogging on Eric. He's my boy. (laughs) I know. I just messed with him. Like even when we first got there, I tweeted to him. I was like, "Yo, old man, what's up?" Oh no! Because I saw them again on Saturday, and uh, I walked up right behind, uh, right behind Eric. I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, old man?" <laughs> yeah, just had to mess with him. It was funny though, because he was there. Like when we were uh, Saturday, when I was chilling with them on the sumo um, beanbags, mm-hmm. Eric and Nate and EJ came up. Well, Eric's one of Eric's friends and his son came up at the same time, both around the same age. So I'm going, "Damn, this is the old man convention." <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was laughing. It was just too perfect. 
<laughs> no, but oh. the, those were cool guys to uh, to talk to and whatnot. So I really nice. really glad that uh we got to meet up with them and whatnot. So yeah, uh, it seems like I missed a lot. Yeah. So Saturday morning, um, we got to the place kind of early because church was running in for the nine to ten a.m. media gets in. While I ran over to the Guzex meet over at the Dunkin' Donuts up the street. <laughs> that was at nine. Um, so the two founders of Guzex were there, uh, Mark and John. And that's when Zim showed up. Um, Mischief Maker and her husband showed up. Um, well, boyfriend, I believe. But another, um, N7 hoodie fan. You saw those all over the place. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were special. Like- that's why I was taking mine off on TV. <laughs> I was like, fuck this hoodie. Nah. Um, but, um, so went to the Guzex meet. Uh, it was really cool. I think that was the first day I really started Foursquare. Ha 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 ha. But, um, <laughs> now nah, they just picked up like coffee and donuts for us. We sat and talked to them about the site and different things. Um, we were there for a while, like an hour and a half to two hours. Um, while Ben was trying to find people, oh crap! To show oh, crap. Shit. oh crap! Hello? Uh, what the hell was that? That was Ben um, leaving. <sighs> oh, fail! You better make sure that it works because I had a problem with people call disconnecting and reconnecting. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we lost him. He signed off completely. <laughs> I think Ben might have shut down his computer, so I'll keep talking here. Yeah. Okay. Um so we'll get back to Ben in a bit when he finally gets back on. Yeah, when we find like him. A classic. Oh man, we haven't had something like this happen in a long time. <laughs> but we were, uh, we were professional before. Yeah. No, that's when I was hanging out with mostly um Tainted from Guzex. I mean, we pretty much just chilled. Bullshit and talking about the site and other things. Um, just kind of relaxing in those uh, beanbag chairs. Got the tie. Went to it was called Chili Duck was the place. Yeah. Fucking good. I actually got their signature dish, the Chili Duck. It was like fried duck, like um, stripped, boneless, mm-hmm. um, covered with their spicy chili sauce, um, with some vegetables and rice. Oh, so good. So. After that, went back to those beanbags and chilled some more and just watched people mostly just walk around. Because this was the part I was getting to. PAX is boring as shit if you're media. I went into the media room twice. <laughs> the morning of the first day and for a little bit in the morning of the second day. <laughs> like, it's just there's no fucking reason to be there. As I mean, media, yeah, it's cool. We get in for free, but... Honestly, if you're thinking you're going to go cover it, um, yeah, Ben got some decent um, appointments for some games. But honestly, we couldn't even get an appointment for like Red Dead Redemption. We get Mafia 2. No offense. Mafia 2, I'm sure, will be a good game. But it's like the more publicized titles. It just seemed like we, we were having a hard time getting appointments in. I mean, we were supposed to get Alpha Protocol, and Ben starts to go to it and realizes they never gave him a room or a time or anything. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty bad. 
But we'll let him talk about that because that happened quite a few times on Saturday. Ouch. See, that's not cool. Yeah. And there we go. We're back. Ben? Yeah, sorry okay. about that. I just went over um, hanging out with Tainted for most of the day, and then I was saying how PAX isn't for media, but I was just getting to the point where you were having problems having people show up or tell you where you need to go for appointments. Oh, uh, okay. So we have, we're just, we stopped recording, right? We're, we never stopped. Oh, so we're still going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, anyways. I'm not editing yeah. that either. <laughs> I, I I know you're not going to, so, um, yeah, minor uh, seven issue I just had just there. Uh, anyways, uh, but, yeah, I um, 9 o'clock, I, I had an appointment set up for 9 o'clock a.m. with Turtle Beach, so, you know, media gets in an hour early uh, at 9 o'clock. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, I get to hear about it, have, like, you know, generate one-on-one with uh, – with the representative or whatnot about their product. So I get there and no one was there. <laughs> oh. So I'm like, okay, so I'm just going to wait here and hopefully someone shows up. 9.30 rolls around. Still no one there. Are you serious? Yeah. And at this point I'm like, you know what? <laughs> uh, yeah, screw this. So, you know, I, you know, I, I waited about another 10, 15 minutes. So it's like 9.45 and still no one showed up. And so I'm like, screw this. I'm like, whatever. Shit. Yeah, I know, right? So screw you it, guys. It, I'm going home. So, so if they email me saying, oh, sorry, we missed you at PAX. And I'm like, no, you're not because I showed up and no one was there. So sorry, Turtle Beach. Sorry. Anyways, uh, then I had an appointment for Alpha Protocol, and yeah. so I'm looking at the, around the show floor, and I'm like, I haven't seen them anywhere, like yesterday, so I'm on my phone, checking the email, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's at the Sheraton Hotel, but failed to mention to me what room they were in. <laughs> so I went to the Sheraton Hotel, and there was no sign, no anything for Alpha Protocol. And I'm like, um, really? Is this really happening? So I emailed the guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm at the Sheraton, and I just want to know what room you're at. The guy emails me an hour later saying that, oh, you can come by at 2 o'clock or something. And I'm like thinking, I'm not going to come by at 2 because I have other appointments I need to <laughs> need to do and whatnot. So <laughs> so I even, I'm like, when is the latest that I can, I can stop by over there? He goes, oh, you can stop by at 5. Well, at five o'clock, I'm going to be too tired to even think about or want to talk about, you know, anything like that. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, whatever, screw this. And and, and if you guys follow me on Twitter, that's why you're like, I, I said like, yeah, rough morning, first Turtle Beach and now Alpha Protocol. I'm like, FML. Mm. So um, one o'clock rolls around, and I have my appointment with Two K Games, and you know. Thankfully, they have enough people there to, to actually, you know, um, help me or whatnot. So, you know, I it, it was quite funny because um, I told them like, yeah, I, I I'm early or whatnot, and you know, I have a two uh, of a one o'clock appointment for Mafia Two and PlayStation Five, and so um, they were like, oh yeah, you're early, but if you want to wait about five minutes, we can uh, get one of these um, 
someone uh, someone will be getting off of uh, Mafia 2 real soon. I'm like, okay, that's fine. So, you know, I, I chilled around the area about, you know, I was talking to, you know, a couple of the, uh, a couple of the people there and whatnot about the game and all that stuff. So it was time for me to, you know, for me to sit down and, you know, play the game. So I sit down and I put on the headset and I couldn't he- barely hear anything at all. And I'm like, I'm checking the volume. I'm like, I'm like, is this supposed to be like this where the, the, the sound sounds like this? And I'm like, I take up the headphones. It was coming from the TV. And I'm like, okay, um, am I supposed to play like this or? And and the guy goes, no, let me let me fix this. And so he opens up the cabinet and um, he goes back there. I'm like, oh yeah, the headset was unplugged. I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, really? Is this gonna continue throughout the whole day? <laughs> so I'm playing, I'm playing Mafia Two, and like people that's uh, you know just n- non media are like walking up to like the next station, sitting down, and like all the all the uh, the helpers are like, are you media? Oh no, this is for oh, for media only, and I'm sitting there going, "Wow, okay, this is interesting." <laughs> so I keep on playing the game, and I I like it. I I really like the game a lot. Um, they they built the engine from the ground up. Um, they call it the the illusion engine, and it looks uh, a lot better than um than the first time around that they they released the game. But um, and it plays a whole lot better too. You 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 get the sense of the um the feeling that that you would get like if you were in like the 1945 to 1955 that time area time era or whatnot mm-hmm. like with the weapons the the, the vehicles and, and the people the way they talk and all that you you really got the sense of that and it, you know I was really enjoying it I was just sitting there I'm like I could play this all day if I could <laughs> mm. um and so you know they they have like a nice little survey for you to take for like medium, like you know how you rate, you know how was the pl- demo and blah 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 blah. So I filled it out and and left it and got up and walked away. And then I I got to talk to Jenny who who uh, emailed me uh, about the making an appointment. I was asking her questions about you know um, if they can tell us anything about this or anything about that, which I can't, <laughs> which they couldn't really tell me. So I was like, yeah, you, you know how it goes. So um. Well, one thing, one thing is, um, people will get to play it at E3 though, so they they will be there with Mafia Two for E3, so that's a good good plus right there. So it was you know time for me for Civilization um, Five, and the people that was doing the presentation was running late. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, like, really? seriously, folks, seriously. <laughs> At this point, I could I could pop, I could easily take two shots of Bacardi 151 and just still be sober. <laughs> like I could, I was like, oh man, I, I could I could use a shot right now. But so they like, yeah, you know, just just give us about 15 minutes and they should be here because you know they they went for lunch and you know you know going through the people. I'm like, yeah, I know because it was like Saturday was like a, a busy day. Yeah, I bet. So they, they're trying to maneuver over through all those people, and it was just a pain. So they finally got there, and then we went. I waited about another ten minutes for them to get ready and get set up and all that. And at this point, I'm like <laughs> mentally drained, <laughs> just like sure. all, all the waiting and all that. So I sat there, and I'm like, just like the car ride up to Boston, I was starting to doze off. Like I had my eyes closed and bobbing <laughs> my head and. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, this is this is bad." And so, you know, I can hear them. I can still hear what they're presenting and whatnot. I just had my eyes closed. 
And what? the chairs, the chairs were comfy as hell as well. So you know that that, that didn't help. Sure, call the but, chump, um, comfy chair. Sure, I am because it was really comfortable. I'm like I could sleep here right now. But I, you know, but um, anyways, they they were showing it. it. I you know it looks really impressive the uh, the way that the the landscape look, the the way that the uh, the units move from um, one area to another. Uh, just the way they they attack and the different units that they have out now the uh, the HUD system uh, the hub system looks really really uh, cleaned up and well organized it mm-hmm. it might get a little used to for civilization uh, older civilization players but once they get it they, they'll be able to handle it um, and I, I asked them I uh, I you know after they presented to like you know the media and public because they 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 uh, allow both in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I walked. I, I talked to the guy. I'm like, so did you guys make this so that uh, even players that never played the Civilization game be able to pick this up and you know and won't have a hard time with it? And he goes, yeah, you know, from from the start, um, you know, they you know they they be led through the way um, through uh, how the, the the system works and whatnot, and then later on they'll, they'll get a more better grasp of. Uh, of how it works and all that, so I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I can't wait for, to give you guys more information on that um, and whatnot. And then after that, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> At this point, I'm just like, I don't want to deal with any more people. And after after what I went through that from like morning to mid uh, midday, like people just started to piss me off. So like people like what they just started like, to piss you off. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, yeah, they did, because people would, like, suddenly stop right in front of me, and at that point, I just wanted to elbow them right in the face, and I'm like, get out of my way, (laughs) but I I couldn't do that, because someone has to stay classy throughout the whole entire time. Yeah, so while Ben was going through all this stress, I was relaxing on a sumo lounge. (laughs) Yeah, playing Mario Kart. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Hey, I warned you from the get-go not to make all those appointments. <laughs> well, someone has to. Well, that, isn't that the point of going is working? Yeah, until you realize that nothing really matters at PAX. <laughs> hey, you did make a lot of good contacts, though, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Actually, yeah, Um. after Ben was done there and I got my lazy ass up, uh, <laughs> We went to. We all went to the IGN party. Oh really? Yeah, what? it was at the uh, Daisy Buchanan's. Um, and, uh, we got there a little late. Um, we got there right after Hip Hop Gamer showed up. Oh. Uh, yeah. He's not that bad. He's a little loud when he shouldn't be, like the media room. But. Hmm. What are we to say? Screaming monkeys last year at E3. Uh, yeah, so. well, it's a whole... But, yeah, but um, he was kind of loud in the media room the first day, and I was kind of annoyed. But, no, nah, he's... um, It was interesting to find out, because people were like, yeah, you get a free drink pass. And he's like, I don't drink. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Why are you going to the party? You're like, that's one more for me. Exactly. I was like, give me your fucking ticket, you know? No, nah, but we got there, kind of had our free drink and looked around. And it was so packed because we had to wait outside till people left to get in. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like, 
Let's go to the next party, because I really don't want to stand in just this spot and keep trying to move every time somebody wants to get by. Yeah. So, we ended up going to the Gamers Gone Wild party held by SFX360. Um, How um, It was good. Um, I met Lady J, one of the founders, earlier that day. Um, so, but we were standing in line for quite a while, and some 46-year-old homeless man nice. decided that he was going to start trying to get money from everybody in line, but in a very interesting way. He started at the very front of the line. I could barely pay attention. I just knew he was 46 years old because he's like, I'm 46 years old. <laughs> and he was constantly repeating that to every new group of people or new person at times. So he gets to us, and somehow I'm his first target. He goes, I'm 46 years old. I'll do 50 push-ups in 30 seconds. And then he starts repeating himself, but next time it's like, I'll do 70 push-ups in 60 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, just go ask that guy up at the front. Go ask that guy in the black shirt. He'll tell you. I'm a 46-year-old push-up man, and I'll do them push-ups while smoking a black and mild. He goes, I'm not asking for money. You pay me if you want to. And I'm like, I, okay. And he's like, you got your camera? You can check me on YouTube. I was like, I still haven't searched him. I don't want to. I don't want to see this guy again. But, um, so, kept going. And like he was like, name two friends. I was like, I don't know, Mike and Will. I was just threw out two names. And he's like, no. Your one friend is the man upstairs. The other one's your mother. I was like, oh my what? fucking god, this is like, this is bad, like. Is your mother? Yeah, he's going through this thing. Don't you mess around on your woman. And I'm like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm standing in line talking to Zim and Ben. <laughs> like, I'm not talking to another chick here. And he's just going off on it. And needless to say, he's doing it to everyone. But then he gets to Ben. <laughs> and, I go, and, and I'm like, oh. Look at that. I need to meet up with Adele. I'll and be, he runs gonna, away. <laughs> just like the, you know, just like the road around. I'm booked right out of there. I'm like, I don't want to deal with it. Boom. So now he's back to me and I'm like, fuck. I already, pa- I already tried to pass him off the bit when I said I don't have a cell phone. <laughs> or money on me. <laughs> so eventually, once I say, oh, I believe you, man. I'm not worried if um not talking to the guy in front. I believe you. That kind of killed it for him. So he moves to this couple behind the line, um, Zen and Amy, who I actually talked to later on in the party. But he's talking to them, and they're just being blunt with him. <laughs> like they're just being blunt. They're like, "We don't care. <laughs> we don't. We don't nice. care if you can smoke your black a mile while doing push-ups." <laughs> so he moves further down the line, further yeah. down the line, and some other guy comes over, um, and he's like, "Man, brother, get out of here, brother. Get out of here, brother." So this guy turns around and just sees some old white guy walk by and he goes, get out of here, brother. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? So it is just crazy. Um, we finally got in there. It's cold as shit. Got that free copy of Risen. Um, <laughs> went downstairs. I was one of the first ones in. So went downstairs and it was kind of dead in there. Zim went in with his friend, so he was already at the main bar chilling. I didn't even... Um, stopped there. I just went downstairs and um, got myself a Guinness. Played some Modern Warfare 2. Went one-on-one with this guy. 
tied up at five to five. Um, but they also had um, I think Blast Blue set up Street Fighter Four, uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. No, they didn't have Blast Blue. I'm sorry. That was Tatsunoko versus Capcom. They had Street Fighter Two arcade cabinet hooked up. Um, they actually had a tournament which they made me sign up for and then forfeited me because they never came and got me. I was like, what the fuck do you make me sign up for? <laughs> so, uh, so it was fun. I was chilling there talking to Amy and Zen and, uh, they're from Wisconsin. So Duddy, you got some friends out there. <laughs> um, I was telling them they should hit up Midwest Gaming Classics. So Duddy, you're going there. You should look for them there. Let's see. Uh, we were talking about Doctor Who. Old seasons and the new ones. Which I haven't seen too much of the new ones. Um, then we started, I was like, oh, you guys know Bruce Campbell? They're like, hell yeah, we know Bruce Campbell. <laughs> so that started off on a whole talk right there. So we were just discussing Bruce Campbell. And then, um, oh, earlier in the day I had met some people from uh, Radioactive Nerd, I believe it is. Radioactive Nerd podcast. So I met a bunch of people from there. Um, and I met some other guys later that night. Um, that Zim knew as well. So that was cool. Um, I do kind of wish that the industry and the gamers parties were mixed together. I like the SFX 360 folks. I think uh, Julie's cool and all of them. But I thought it was kind of messed up that they kept the industry up on the third floor and the gamers down on the first floor or the basement. Other place. Weird. So it's kind of like separating instead of letting everybody mingle and really get to know each other. Uh, I didn't really like that part. So were you but... like not allowed up there, or? Um, you had to be a VIP. Oh. I just never didn't ask for one. I'm kind of glad. I had I had no inkling to go up there. I was having fun chilling with everybody else. Like, for me, I'm not about being, you know, the industry person. I want to meet people in the industry. I want to network, but I don't want to be where I feel like I'm... Separate themselves. Yeah, I don't want to separate myself from the other people. I want to have fun. I want to chill. I want to talk to other people. Because those are, like, those would be our readers, you know? Our listeners. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying you should have. I just was asking. No, 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 no. I didn't. Um, but I'm just saying those were like my readers, my listeners. I wouldn't want to do that. So I thought that was kind of weird, but I'm sure they had their reasons. Maybe some of the industry was like, no, we're not going to go. I don't know. You know, like maybe they wouldn't have gone if they didn't do that. Yeah. So I mean, hey, you got to move up in this. Everybody does it their different way, and if you had to accommodate for some people, I completely understand. Word. Me, personally, I would have told the industry people, hey, sorry, don't come. <laughs> Tis just me. <laughs> Especially for an event like PAX, where it's all consumer-based anyways. So yeah. if they're like listening to you or reading your articles, why not interact with them? Yeah. <laughs> so... Real quick before we continue on, I gotta I gotta read this tweet from my friend Carla that I've known for a long time. It's funny. She says, "Went to go buy a cat litter, came upon a ghetto brand called By True Friend, and 
here is her clip to that. I argue that a true friend would not shit in the house. <laughs> ha. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, um, Ben, you went out with Adele to another party, um, one-up party, didn't you? Yeah, well, we, we met up with her um, high school friend, Sarah. We went to the uh, the Cornwall for dinner and whatnot, so I had a, a black and tan there. And uh, so after, you know, we, we had our um, beers and shots or whatever we had there, we went to the uh, to the one-up party over, like, literally, like, five five buildings down, like... <laughs> It was not that far at the whiskey, the uh, the one up party, and you know it was pretty, pretty jam packed. I think we waited in line about a good eight to ten minutes before we were able to get in, and then you know afterwards they were pretty much like, "Oh, you can't be standing around this area. You have to sit down or or, or find a place to sit, or you have to be in this area." And we're like, "What really?" Okay. So like you know, people were like doubling up like in each seat or whatnot. So it was pretty it's weird. Yeah, it it was, but you know whatever. Anyway, so but it was pretty cool. You know the uh, the bit, uh, bitmap guys were there. And, uh, I got to talk to uh, get to talk to um, uh, Tina for for a little bit uh, before before oh, you she had to. Tina? Yeah, I met her and talked to her. I knew I should have gone to the one up part. So. <laughs> So it was pretty cool. Um, they they had a bunch of other friends, and then <laughs> my battery was running low, so I texted my like, "Well, actually, did you text me like, is your battery running low?" And yeah, I, and I was like, "I was like, uh, yeah, mine is too." So afterwards, I I you know I sent my goodbyes to uh, Adele, Dan, uh, Rich, and all of them, and say, "Yeah, we we need to go." So that's where I left the uh, the one up party and met up with Mike. Well, my original plan was to go to the one up party after being in the SFX three hundred and sixty party, but I waited like. 45 minutes in line at the SFX 360. And I was like, I'm not waiting in another line, so I'm just going to fucking stay here in the in the warm base because it's fucking cold outside. So that's like the one up. I was like, I didn't know how long the wait was going to be. So I was just like, no. <laughs> I'm good here. But I would have liked to have gone to the one up and eat. I wonder, was it just Tina or was there anybody else there? Like, I don't know, um... Mike Cruz or Jay Krause or anyone? I'm sure I'm sure they were uh they were there. It's just that you know, I was busy talking to Adele and all of them and whatnot. Yeah. So, and you only so care about Tina. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> so Sunday. That was pretty much a down day for us. Right? Was it? Well, I mean, was I was walking, <laughs> I was walking around a lot that day. Um, walking around or laying down and no, in the beginning, oh. no, no, no. In the early on in the day, I oh, met no, up with I, Oscar and Shadow. Yeah. Um, or oh, we, oh, you mean Sunday? I, I, I thought you said Saturday. I'm like, no, Sunday. Oh. Um, so I'm just moving into the next day here because that was kind of like the end of the day. Um. So basically, I met up with uh, Oscar and Chris, aka Shadow Beast Boy from Pwn, and also took um, took part in most of the Pwn nights and kicked everybody's ass all the time. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, I, the first time I, I met him, I'm like, hey, what's going on? And then I point right at him and go, aim hacker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we were um, just walking around. We were we stood at the APB booth for a long while, just well waiting for some T-shirts to be thrown out. 
Which eventually I gave the bin because it was a large fucking... Your fucking gaming convention. Extra large and double XL. That's all you fucking need. <laughs> Why is everybody out of that shit by Saturday? <laughs> like, early Saturday. That should uh, never happen. Maybe late Friday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that was one thing Zim was saying and tweeting about the whole fucking weekend. He's like... It's Saturday morning, I'm at the PAX booth, and they have no double XLs left. Like, they have all these smalls, all these mediums, all these larges, not too many extra larges, and all the double XLs are out. Well, what the hell do you people expect? <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, we're freaking gamers. We sit around all day. Most of us do. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, wake up. And even these developers, come on. Get some extra larges thrown out in the <laughs> <laughs> so we watched APB and it was cool seeing um the more advanced weapons and stuff like that and the better customization later on in the game. Um and watching like four on four go at it. Um also saw um, Monday Night Combat, which is kinda like a Team Fortress two style game. Not completely, because the developers don't like hearing that anyway. But <laughs> it wasn't completely like that, but it had similarities, but it had a lot more um, hand-to-hand combat as well with some of the characters, especially the like the assassin, which is really cool looking. I really like that one. Um, they were um, taking surveys, and randomly people were getting picked to win. You could win uh, bacon A's. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. A T-shirt. Or, um, what was the other thing? Uh, the Pit Girl statue. Which I was hoping to win and I didn't. Wait, was that the game that you, you play in an arena, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, I played that, I played that, like, when I was waiting for Turtle Beach. <laughs> I went over there, I'm like, oh, I'll check this out. So I picked up the controller and I, uh, uh what was my kill death? Uh, my kill death was 10 to 4. Nice. So and I and I picked as a soldier too. I, I think that was probably the more more well balanced class out of all of them. But that was just me though. Yeah. Well, I found out that when I tried to get the because I asked them, I was like, "Do you sell the pick girl?" Because I was wondering. And they said, "No, that we brought this for the show to just give give away, but we're looking at future shows to sell them." And the guy was, I mean, the guy was being very cool with the consumers and stuff. I mean, he was asking. He was like. Even for a t-shirt, he goes, how much would you guys pay for a t-shirt if we were to sell them as well as give them away for people who couldn't get them? And people, you know, they were like, I don't know, 10, 15 bucks, 20 bucks tops. And he's like, cool. So I, when he asked me about the pit girl, I was like, I'd probably pay 30, I was like, I don't know, 30 to 40. I said, 50 is pushing it. No, that's about my limit. I said, I don't think I'd pay much more than that. He goes, Alright, cool. He goes, yeah, they cost, and he was honest about it. He goes, they cost about $20 each to make, so, I mean, at 40 bucks, that's doubling, basically doubling what we, uh, paid for it, so, he goes, that's a good idea. We may look into that. And he goes, well, he goes, I see you have a media badge, so if you give us your information, when we start sending out, like, um, review codes and stuff, um, all media that was on our list should get a pick girl anyway. Nice. I was like, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Another like, dollar for you to game. put up. I love this game. Best game ever. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> I was like, yeah, good thing we don't do scores. 
Mm. We got a lot of praise for that shit. Really? A lot of people like the fact that we don't do scores. Even though a lot of people are like, you know, it's the scores that keep your traffic down, or lack of scores that can keep your traffic down. I said, yeah, but do we just give in to Metacritic? (laughs) Or do we say just fuck it? But after talking also to some of the developers and telling them we don't do scores, he goes, you know, we like that. Um, they prefer that because on the developer side, the publisher doesn't like it, but the developers love it. Yeah. Right. Because they like people to read. Um, I went to check out the guy who did Dishwasher Samurai on Sunday. Was that Saturday? I don't remember. And he had um up the new games. I didn't really check out the game, but he had some cool merchandise. <laughs> um, this is a weird thing that happened. So I wanted to get this shirt, extra large. They didn't have it. So it was $20 there. So they had me order it from their website while I was there. Somehow it came out to almost $2 less. I was like, well, why, why would anybody buy anything here? <laughs> yeah, some of, that, some of that stuff is crazy at those conventions. Yeah. So um, I walked over to the Axis Games booth where they were showing off Death Smiles and the new Blas Blue game. Um, I didn't really get to get my hands on either, but Death Smiles looked really cool. Um, I do hear that game's going to be between, selling between seventy-five and ninety-five dollars, yeah. because yeah. they cool. have to sell thirty thousand copies to bring more over. Wow! They have to make their money back. Like otherwise, they cave. They will not get their contract with Cave, the people who created Death Smiles. That's yeah. yeah. So I mean, that is a. Shmups are a very niche genre. It's very tough. So, and I think they're banking on the fact that a lot that that thirty thousand are the people who normally import these things anyway, mm-hmm. and pay that price. So, I personally was like, you need to sell this for forty dollars a pop, and you'll get definitely more than thirty thousand people. That's my own viewpoint on it. But then they might need to sell 60000 you know? So I don't know how they're really looking at it or what they've... I mean, they've obviously done the research, so... Look, I look forward to the game, and I don't know if I'm going to pick it up at that price. Maybe, hopefully, it'll drop in price. Um, yeah. I got a Death Smiles uh, cardboard promo thing that was that was uh, Velcroed to the screen for 20 bucks. And... Because when they were leaving for the day, that's what they were doing. And won the Aggress of War vinyl poster. Now, did you win it or did you buy it? I won it. Nice. <laughs> so. Oh, that must so have been basic. right up your alley. Yeah, it was awesome. It's, like, huge. It's, like, bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got it home, and I'm like putting it up, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put this thing, so I'll probably go in the hallway. <laughs> um, so, played, uh, what was the other one? Scrap Metal's a Destruction Derby type game coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I got 17 as my high score. 
Yeah, I played that. Um, I played that game over at CES. I, I like the the fact that you could play that game in either um, just regular or in 3D. Yeah. So. But I I think the game is really fun. Either either or, it's one of those games where um, if you uh, what was that? Was it RC Prototype or something like that? RC uh, Pro-Am? Yeah. RC Pro-Am? Uh, <laughs> I can't remember games for the life of me at the moment. I love that game. RC Pro-Am. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's like, the, yeah, I, now I remember. Um, <laughs> no, because I'm, like, tired. Like, I've been tired for, like, this past weekend. Like, my yeah, I haven't been doing anything. Come on. <laughs> Ah, I love it. Right. Anyways, um, but yeah, it, it's like that and um, Twisted Metal combined in one. So, I don't know. It should be fun. Yeah, I, I was thinking about picking it up, but I don't know yet. Um, so yeah, after that, yeah, I met up with uh, Zim again after that. Um, play some Mario Kart. <laughs> Went and got some, uh, that's when we got the sushi. Um, Ben, what'd you get? You got the chicken teriyaki? Yeah. Yeah, and I had the, well, before we had sushi, I had the bibimbap. Oh, I love it. So good. Teaching Zim how to use a chopstick. Yeah, we had to teach him how to use chopsticks. <laughs> that was cool. Um... Then went back and walked around the show floor some more. And basically we finished off the day with Adele, Dan, and Rich at uh, the Daily Grill Mm -hmm. for some dinner. That's cool. Sounds like you guys had a really good time. Yeah. And then we just headed back. Headed back uh, Monday. That took us about seven hours because of fucking New York traffic. Fuck you, New York, and fuck all the drivers on the road on Monday. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I honked. I honked more that day than I probably do in a year. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was. They got to a point where Mike was gonna literally throw pennies at the cars <laughs> that were so speeding right next to him, like on the off, uh, off the uh, off shoulder. the shoulder. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they're using the shoulder to get ahead by like three, four cars. I know. It was like I'm like I'm just waiting for the next car to go by so I get chuck it at, at the car. So I was just like, next one that does that shit, they're getting a penny. <laughs> I was so pissed because we're at like fucking dead stop, and here comes some asshole on the shoulder. <laughs> um. Oh, I didn't say the ride up. There was fucking cops everywhere. Ride back, oh, not so much. Yeah, so right yeah. No, I think it was just the end of the month quota. Oh. Yeah, you know the quotas that they don't really have, but they really do. Yeah. So. No, I know. So yeah, um, that was PAX East. Um, look forward to seeing a lot of people at PAX West. Almost forgot. God, I hate when I forget this kind of stuff. Did see old uh. Tiny from Goose X and Keg. Uh, Friday. Right before and he came with us to the first panel. Um, gotta say to Indifference, Aaron, sorry I didn't get to meet up with you. 
kept missing each other. <laughs> he was there with the Broken Controller podcast. So, um, met a cool guy, Brian, who check out the site, and I think he might be submitting the PAX Impressions article to see if he can write for the site. Cool. That's and like he even said, hey, if you need somebody who is not worried about getting paid, I was like, trust me, none of us get paid. <laughs> yeah. So. Until yeah. this podcast gets sponsored. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> not with me on here. You guys are going to have to You're... class it up a little before. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, you're definitely willing to shill, so... I might be a little too... I don't know. Explicit? A little too racy for the, uh, for the marketing crowd. Yeah. Unless we start getting, like, J-List or Hentai Game Company as a sponsor. God. Check out the latest game, Catgirl Alliance. <laughs> and the sad part is, that's a real game. Yes, it is. Yep. What? No. It no, really? you Mike. No, you Mike. You. <laughs> yeah. I don't have it. Mm-hmm. Not yet. No, but it's on Kuzak's. It's not even on there yet. Um, yeah. I don't have a release date for it. I gotta send them the release date so I can request it immediately. <laughs> oh. Nah, but um. Yeah, so that was PAX East. Uh, sorry you didn't hear a lot of Brian this episode. Yeah. It's happened. It's happened in the past. Yeah. But uh, E3 then, looks like we uh, got plenty of people to meet up with. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. going to be fun. As long as we're not, you know, tagging along with you or anything, right? Who? Brian? Um, no, I meant, you know, because you can't get into parties if we're all there. Oh, Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, you guys aren't allowed to roll with me to parties anymore. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, actually, Brian, that night we found a decent party. Yeah, you know, actually we did. That, um, we did. the girl gamer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Gamer. We were hanging out. Time. Yeah, we met quite a few people and chatted and BS with them. So, that's when we met, um, actually, Bo Ryan. Yeah, Bo Ryan. Yeah. Quite a few others, so look forward to more parties. And I mean, and covering the event. <laughs> yeah, covering the event too. Yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll get out there the day before the Microsoft press conference, not the day of. <laughs> uh, we got to get into it first. Yeah, we have to get into it first. So. Yeah. We'll see. All right. So, anybody have anything else before we head on out of here? No, nah, man. Let's wrap this up. Alright, um, so, look for more reviews coming up soon. Working on Fragile Dreams. Working on Final Fantasy. Yeah. Resonance of Fates, I may skip because Sakura Wars So Long My Love comes out soon. And I may just skip Resonance of Fate because I'm not going to be able to do two 40-hour RPGs. And Sakura Wars actually is like a good amount of dating sim style stuff so definitely want to review that one <laughs> it's my style so. Mm-hmm. so you know how to find us um, Twitter it's Quiglin for Brian Church4252 
for Ben and IMG Nitro. Um, we'll give out next episode all the MMO stuff since we really didn't talk about it this week. <laughs> no, because no one really played it any. No. So hopefully no, we'll be back on next time. We hope you enjoyed our PAX East wrap-up. And we will see you all next time. We are out. Peace. Peace. Give me Twinkie. Win-win. Ha, <laughs> ha.